business is the fuel that drives America. Innovation, hard work, risk, and reward. It's what many call the American dream, and we're bringing the dream to you. It's the Business Beyond the Boardroom Show with your host, Mark Steckman. Line one is blinking, which means that Kylie Francis is with us. She's an entrepreneur, a business marketing consultant to brand CEOs and other entrepreneurs who want better results from their social media. And as you know it, she's here each and every week uh, to make you and I smarter and to help us get better results with our social. One of the most frequently asked questions that I get as a marketer, and I'm sure you do too, Kylie, is how to get better growth and engagement from social media. What can we do to improve our results? Yeah, so... Anyways, good morning, Mark. How are you? Yes, good, good, good morning. I was trying, oh. to, trying to tee you up there and just make it seamless, but uh, yeah, good morning. Yeah, Mark. I love that, um, and then I ruined it, obviously. <laughs> so yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I think like the number one struggle people have with social media is their content is great, and I always say this all the time. It's usually your content is not usually the problem when it comes to social media. Today, I'm going to be more specifically talking about Instagram, but this goes for every social media channel. You know, we get all excited. We want to start building our personal brand or growing our business online. We start posting content for a week or two, and we're seeing crickets when it comes to save, shares, likes, comments, etc. And you start thinking, what am I doing wrong? And a lot of the times, you're not really doing anything wrong. It's just that your content is not optimized for that specific platform. So today, I'm going to give you guys six ways you can optimize your content for growth. Now, what I mean by that is, a lot of people are posting the picture, they're doing the 30 hashtags for Instagram, they're pressing submit, and then they're going off on their merry way. And a lot of the times is that you have the right idea when it comes to the content that you're posting, but you're not executing it in the correct way. And what I mean by optimize for that specific platform is that these platforms are constantly changing with updates. You know, we there's like seven products in Instagram. There's Instagram Live, Real Stories, main feed, video, etc. So you need to make sure that when you're posting it and what you're posting it about is optimized for that platform so Instagram recognizes your great content and it's formatted correctly so they want to push it out to new people, more specifically new customers for your business. So let's go over the six ways you can optimize your content. So number one is about market research. It's called matching your niche, niche, whatever, however you say it. So Instagram now uses an algorithm to categorize pictures. So this is a new feature where we're seeing Instagram implementing SEO with their marketing efforts. Pinterest has been doing this for the last couple of years where they have this um, AI technology where they can actually read and or see what is your picture and they want to match the picture that has already done well in its algorithm. So what you want to do is, is you want to take time and go into those niche-specific hashtags for your personal brand or your business, and you want to see what is at the top. There's two search features when you go into hashtags. There's a top and a recent. Focus on the top. That has the most engagement, not just with likes, but with shares and saves. And what you want to do is write down what all of these images have in common. You do not want to copy because that's not how you stand out, but you want to write down what makes these pictures pop, what is in these descriptions, what hashtags are they using, and go ahead and implement that onto your page. And for the reason being is because Instagram is going to see with their AI technology 
that your content is going to perform somewhat similar to a piece of content that's already doing well. And like I said, this is already in their algorithm. You don't have to guess here. Just go to the top section and see what's already performing well and mimic that to your personal brand or business. Number two is optimize your hashtags and description for SEO. Now, hashtags are not as important as you think that they are, but it is important for the search that you use hyper-focused hashtags. So we, we um, covered this before in previous episodes where you want to have those long-term keywords. You don't want to write fitness. You want to write CrossFit instructor. You don't want to write health. You want to write keto dietitian. So you want to get hyper-specific with those hashtags. It's going to help your post get optimized for that search and get in that top section. You also want to write a better, more clear description for SEO purposes. You don't need hashtags anymore. That's not the only, you know, search functionality on these social media platforms. You can literally type in CrossFit coach near me or CrossFit workout, and you're going to get those search results populated based upon those keywords. Mm -hmm. So when you're writing that description for your content, you need to make sure that it's less about, you know, look at me, this is what I did, and write more specifically about what your picture is discussing tailored to those long tail keywords. It's almost it's almost like you need to be a micro SEO manager, uh, and yeah. I know that's that's a. By the way, there are people that you know charge thousands of dollars a month to do SEO for websites, and I think uh, there's probably an opportunity, a business opportunity out there for a coach, <clears throat> maybe like a Kylie Francis. <laughs> To uh, help people figure that out, because that really, truly, you're right. Hashtags are are 2019-20. This this uh, the the sophisticated algorithms do understand what it is you're saying in your post and your uh, the the words that you're using ought need to be focused on the end user and not on what it is you want to say in order to get better traction, that, right? Absolutely, and I think you just said it best because. Far too often we post for us when in reality we need to be posting for our customers, our audience. What do they want? And then the more elaborate you can make your descriptions, your pictures, just focus on what you would want to see if you are a customer wanting to shop at your business or if you're influenced by somebody else. What do you like? And this goes back to tip number one where it's like you do that market research, see what's already performing well and take notes on why it's performing well and it's more than likely less about the picture and more about how they're optimizing their content which goes into tip number three this is an easy 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 way where you can boost your reach by 30 percent use alt text now what is alt text alt text is when you describe your picture for the visually impaired and also hearing impaired Hmm. so what you're going to do is is you're going to go into the advanced settings before you post this is an advanced by the way You just click on the button, advanced settings. This is right before you post and you enter in your image description. So it's kind of like you're not copying and pasting the description you already wrote under the image. You're writing for a visually impaired. So it's like Kylie is petting her dog in this picture. That's what you're writing there. But when you do that, you're opening it up to a new audience because 99.9% of Instagram is not using this feature and functionality, and you will automatically get more reach because more people are accessible to your video, image, whatever type of content that you use. So this is a really simple way to increase reach and engagement is by using that alt text. And like I said, it's just in the advanced settings right before you go ahead and press submit on a picture. 
So this goes into tip four and five is use readable fonts and contrasted colors. So using readable fonts, no more of that squiggly, you know, really cutesy cursive that we see a lot, especially women using on Instagram. While you think it looks cute, people cannot read it more specifically visually impaired. So keep in mind that you want to use, you don't, don't think of fonts as boring. Find a way to make them pop by using, like I said, the contrasted colors, which is tip number five. And you can use that pop of color. And that's more of the aesthetically pleasing look. Like the more boring your picture looks, if you think it looks boring, other people will too. So don't be afraid to use those colors. Make it pop. But use fonts and big fonts people can actually read. Because if you're doing, you know, those little terms and conditions like type one font, <laughs> nobody can read. Nobody right. can know what you're talking about. So last but not least, tip number six is make it make sense. Make your content make sense. If you're going to post about your dog in one picture, then post about how you close 20 deals in the next picture. Then talk about, you know, I don't know, how you're going into a cheerleading competition. You can do that when you get to 50,000, 100,000 followers, when people already know what you're doing. But if you're only at 100 followers, 500 followers, you need to make your content valuable and super specific to one niche because it goes back to all of the top tips that I just said. The SEO has to pick up for your content in order for you to be seen. So if you're talking about 100 different things, you're never going to be picked up in the Instagram search because they're not going to know what you're talking about. You're not going to get that engagement. Not only that, you're going to get people to unfollow you because what you're posting isn't consistent to what they followed. So if you're under 10,000 followers, you need to stay specific to one niche. And then when you get over that hump, then you can start, you know, playing with different niches, adding in one more or two or three, because you have that base of that audience that already knows, like, and trusts you. Mm, this is good stuff. I, I, I want to rewind just a second, go back to uh, one of your initial, I, I think it was number one or number two anyway, um, talking about uh, doing what works already. You know, when you, mm -hmm. when you go up and you search on any of the platforms, you see what is being promoted, which that obviously gives you a clue that that would be a good thing for you to do too. Is that why we see so many, for example, in the reels, like people doing that exact same song, like yep. that Applebee's song, uh, I've seen 48,422 of those videos, and it's usually, you know, a guy and a gal doing it or whatever. Is that why we're seeing that? Because they're all doing best practices too? Yeah, and you bring up such a great point is that all these people are doing what is working. It's a trend. So when you ride the wave, it's like riding the trending wave. That doesn't mean it's going to last forever. But if it's popular, then why not do it? Like, post about it. See what happens, especially with reels. I feel like that's a whole different beast. But with reels, it's really about what's trending because that's what people are searching for. It's very, very similar to picture content, video content, stories. You want to post what people are searching for. If you're posting about something nobody cares about but you love it, I'm sorry, but you're just never going to get that volume or reach, which is why such great content for businesses sits in the dustbin like all the, no one no one even knows what hashtags you're using because you're making up your own hashtags, you're not doing that market research when in reality it's really easy to optimize your content. You just have to do that little, okay, what do I see already working? What is consistently being shown in my feed? How can I replicate that in my own way right. so my content can be seen? Because you have that valuable content, and content usually isn't the problem. The problem is, is that you're not optimizing it, like the example Mark used, is that they just use a trending sound. But the way that they curate the content is different. So 
That was a really great example, Mark. So, I'm so glad you brought that up because it's not as difficult as people like think that it is. Like, no, it's, it's really not. not. Hey, let me ask you a question, Kylie. I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, you're scrolling through your own personal Facebook or Instagram feed, and um, you see you see now Facebook is actually pushing Instagram yeah. reels in the Facebook feed. What song? Slash dance, because <laughs> that's all they're showing. I mean, there's nothing else in Instagram reels other than people dancing, and it's usually inordinately uh, females. So what song or dance gets your attention and gets you to stop scrolling to watch the video uh, more than anything else? I think that Applebee's one is kind of worn out now, but uh, is there something in that feed in your feed that stops you and go, okay, I want to watch it and see it. I like that song or I like that dance. Yeah, and it's actually funny because for me, I usually have my my volume off, so mm. I don't even hear most of the music. What catches my attention is tutorials, mm. close-ups, the aesthetics, and the contrasting colors, like I was mentioning earlier. And I'm not just saying that because those were my tips. That's literally what stops <laughs> me because right, right. I don't hear the music because right. I have my, my volume I think most down. of us but, don't. Yeah, most of us have our phone. Yeah, if I see tutorials, especially for food bloggers out there, restaurants, whatever, if you have a recipe and you go really quickly through how you curated that recipe and how you made it, that especially is one thing that makes me stop because I'm fascinated by that, especially the way that they do the camera angles and the ingredients. Right. And I'm like, what can I whip up at home right now? And that's the number one thing that stops me is the tutorials. And But again, you have to make the videos choppy. You can't spend five, 10 seconds showing your piece of garlic. It, it has, has to be edited. One second, yeah. then the next. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. have to get the editing done really well. But that, again, goes to optimize content. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, do tip number one, like Mark just said, go into the top section of your category or your niche, whether it's CrossFit, food, health, whatever. Go see what other people are doing. Hear what sounds they're using. And that's how you optimize that content for growth. And if uh, all else fails, put on a bikini. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, of course. Do a I would, little dance, Mark. I, would, I want to see that from you this I week. <laughs> would never encourage that people use uh, uh, the, the visual. The sex sells thing does work, but uh, it's not, not my uh, preferred form for my clients anyway. Yeah, you definitely do uh, not need to do that. It, and it's, it, it, what is a shame is that, like, there are so many successful reels that don't utilize that, but that that's what we first think of is right. what really damaged using reels, especially for me for the first time, was like, I don't have the time, energy, or effort to do that. But now, like I said, that they're incentivizing to pay me. And if you want to learn more about that, just listen to the previous episode. Yep. Now I'm like, now I need to start getting my reels game on a little bit. Well, and <laughs> one of the you know one of the trends in reels right now is, uh, and and I'm not a huge fan of it, is when people are lip syncing other, oh, you, know, yeah. you know, like lines from movies or things like that. Tr- truthfully, I you know, especially since I have the volume off. If I'm scrolling through and I just see somebody, you know, right. their lips are moving and I and it's it makes no sense to me. And you have yeah. to have you would have to have the volume on. However, when I see somebody do that, you know, the fist uh, bumping top of the bottom top thing, and then they're uh, you know people ask me questions thing, and they're pointing up yeah. into the screen. I at least know that now. Okay, and I need to turn the volume on. I probably know the music in the background already before I even do it. Uh, but uh, they that type of a, a reel doesn't. I don't even have to have the the sound on because. 
because it has the words on the screen. But uh, the one where, you know, the kind, the type where you see people just uh, lip syncing movie lines and stuff like that, it uh, it seems to be, uh, it's, it's, it seems to me it's counterproductive, but what do I know? I don't know the uh, uh, Instagram no. al- algorithm. The thing is, is that you're spot on because this goes back to value, right? When you know, even though the reel is just people, you know, punching their fists together and they're answering questions, that's a source of value because you want to hear what their answers are. It doesn't matter what the subject is. That makes you stop. Whereas if somebody's lip syncing, this goes back to what you and I just discussed, we don't have the volume on. So mm. when somebody's lip syncing, we're kind of like, what are you doing? It yep. kind of looks cringy for a second because we don't understand. So it goes back to optimizing the content where it's like, okay, the fonts where you're answering the questions, is it big enough for us to read to catch our attention? And then we're interested. You know, my favorite uh, question one uh, that, uh, that we just were talking about there, my favorite one is the uh, 22-year-old who's married to the 60-year-old, and they're asking qu- they're, the questions that they're answering are, you know, is he your sugar daddy? Does he pay all your bills? Oh, yeah, and I've and, and I, I seen, what's interesting, <laughs> though, is I've seen a, a number of those in my feed. I'm like, uh, probably because I watched one of them, now they're showing them to me more often. Yeah. But, but it's funny because there, there are a lot of, there's a lot of young women on there uh, that uh, married to guys that are three two, three times their age. Pat, you got a question for Kylie? Yeah, Kylie, with this uh, latest news story on the whistleblower on Facebook, have you noticed that uh, Facebook has uh, lessened in followers? I mean, has have a lot of people been deleting that or not? Because I've been looking for my numbers to dissipate, and they haven't. Yeah, I, I think, honestly, like these news stories, they come and they go, which is unfortunate because I think as serious of a story that this is, I think people are so stuck in their ways that, it takes a long time to break a habit, you know, smoking, eating healthy, working out, whatever have you. Using Facebook. And I just don't, I think people are so easy to forget as well. A news story comes out a week later, people forget. Like, I'm pretty sure people already forgot that Facebook and Instagram shut down. Well, Pat. For like I, X amount of hours. I mean, think about it. We've been dealing with nonsense with the traditional news media for decades, and people still watch, tune into CNN, even, yeah. though, we, even though we know they're lying to us. And matter matter of fact, I, it's funny you even say that you brought that up, Pat. And then Kylie, I know you got to go, but uh, I took a screenshot, and I'm going to post this on uh, the social feeds shortly. You can see it through the through the uh, double pane smudge free glass, Pat. That's it's a post from Fox Two Detroit. All right, so it's a Facebook post from Fox Two Detroit, and the que- and it's a picture of help wanted sign in a window. And it's this is this is this this is the title of the uh, or the uh, post. It says, "Where have all the workers gone?" That is the perplex- perplexing question in much of the U.S. and especially here in the Golden State. Now, now, now think about what I just told you. That was a post from Fox Two Detroit. And in the post, it's calling themselves the Golden State. I'm sorry, but Michigan is not the Golden State. This was a copy and paste. <laughs> this was a copy and paste article that some intern at Fox 2 Detroit copy and pasted to their Facebook feed and didn't change out the subject line. So wow. you talk about why the American public has no regard for the news media, but yet we still consume the crap. So so they didn't even yep. look they didn't even look to see if what they were posting was correct. <laughs> didn't even look, and that I've is, heard that happen a lot. But though. and it does happen a lot. But my point is, is yet the American yet that that Fox Two Detroit probably has a million followers, and they still tune into the TV station every night to see what uh, Taryn Asher, by the way, who I knew in college and 
yeah, anyway, um, Taryn Asher there at Fox 2 Detroit and what the rest of them have to say. So there you go. Kylie Francis, thank you so much for always uh, being informational and educational and helping us see better ways that we can improve our engagement and growth on social media. Appreciate it. A little extended session today, and uh, we appreciate your time. I where, love that. <laughs> where can people find you if they want to get more information on how to grow social each and every day uh, off uh, the air here? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Kylie underscore Francis. All right. Thank you so much, Kylie. Have a great day. Thanks, Mark. Have a good one. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Business Beyond the Boardroom On Demand podcast, a feature of the Business Beyond the Boardroom live radio show. You can listen to the full live radio show every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time anywhere in the U.S. simply by going to moneytalk1010.com. Or if you live in Tampa Bay on 103.1 FM, 92.1 FM, 1010 AM, or 99.5 HD2. Also, you can follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter for more great business and marketing content, or just hop over to my website, marksteckman.com. Thanks for listening, and make it a great day.